More details have emerged about an attempted breakout that ended in a standoff on an Oranga Tamariki Youth Justice Facility's gym roof. RNZ has obtained reports about the incident revealing what happened at Te Punawai or Tuinapo in Rolleston near Christchurch on Waitangi Day. It's not the only incident at the facility this year and our reporter Jimmy Allingham joins us with more. OK, Jimmy, what happened on Waitangi Day? Well, from the reports that we have, and there are some redactions in there, so we don't know exactly the movements of all the youths, but this on Waitangi Day kicked off in the evening where the youths attempted to barricade themselves into a particular area. And as they did so, a staff member was assaulted with an improvised shank. They were stabbed twice in the neck and and suffered minor injuries. Another staff member was, there was an attempted assault of another staff member. But the staff members, when they realised it was a bit of a dangerous situation, they withdrew to safety and locked this particular part of the facility. But the youths involved managed to smash their way out of a bedroom window, go over a ring road and make their way onto the facility's gym roof. So the five of them were up there for about three hours. The standoff ended just before midnight. It was, these reports say, a planned event. There was a sprinkler actually that was set off during the day a bit earlier and that was probably when this was supposed to happen but didn't kick off till a bit later around bedtime. And yes, the evidence suggests too, there was some evidence to suggest, sorry, from staff that maybe there was uh, a former resident of this facility parked outside to help these five with their escape, which wasn't successful, but the evidence wasn't quite there for the reviewer to say that that was a definite. So why did this all kick off? Well, the review that we have, an external review, found eight factors, four of which were redacted, so we can't see them. And some of the, one of the factors was talking about the facilities, infrastructure, and a lot of redactions there. I mean, we can't really tell what needed to be improved. But what we do know is that there was some mixing between units, which happened in the weeks leading up to this. And that could have created the situation where the use gave them time to plan this. So one of those mixing events, as they're referred to, happened in January, and another one that was supposed to happen in February, early February before Waitangi Day, was actually cancelled after some weapons were found. But staff, they realised on Waitangi Day, they realised that something was brewing. There was a swimming session where the youths, only two of them got in the pool, which was apparently a bit odd, and they observed other behaviour too, such as youths whispering, shaking hands, and even attempting, seemingly congratulating, or something along those lines, Uh, of of one particular youth. So one person, one young person, was withdrawn from the unit, which apparently caused anxiety. Management were consulted. A couple of extra staff came in. And crucially, police were were, uh, contacted as well. But the police couldn't... Their policy is not to really do anything until a crime has been committed. However, it did happen that when the youths went on to the the gym facilities, Ruth, at about 8.30, police officers had just arrived at that time, but the report puts that down to luck. It was simply because there were no other call-outs at that time. So the police were there, though, uh, when that standoff happened and made a perimeter. There was some confusion about who's in charge in these situations. Is it Oranga Tamariki staff or is it the police? The reviewer also talks about a lack of powers that Oranga Tamariki staff had available to them to, to search, to look for weapons, to look for their shanks, the sort of weapons that assaulted, uh, that injured the staff member here. And the reviewer says that that, along with a, a lack of understanding about what the police's role in all this is, so it contributed, that created a gap that he said that the youths took advantage of in this situation. But it wasn't an isolated incident, was it? What more can you tell us? 
No, at the same facility near Christchurch in June, there was a similar incident where five youths spent up to 24 hours on a roof there, and it was reported by staff at the time that that ended when negotiators successfully said, come down and we'll give you some fast food. This was, these incidents that happened this year and a host of others resulted in former police commissioner Mike Bush being temporarily taking charge of the five youth justice facilities around New Zealand and doing a review of them. That review that came out in September was pretty damning and found that the public had lost trust in this system. During the three months, for example, that review took place, 28 complaints about Oranga Tamariki staff conduct were referred to police. And what has OT had to say about all of this? Well, they pointed to this review from Mike Bush and said that, yes, it's accepted there are issues with youth justice facilities. For this particular incident, they say they accepted the recommendations in that external review that ONZ got hold of. They also said that there's a programme of work in place to implement them. And one of the things they mentioned was that one of the units had been hardened to use their word, which makes it harder for anyone to escape out of. There had also been some other changes made with the relationship with police after that confusion back in February. A a memorandum of understanding has been signed that clarifies the roles in such situations and situations such as this one. There's also been improved relations between Oranga Tamariki staff and police since then. Thank you, Jimmy. That is our reporter, Jimmy Allingham.